Summoner's Call, episode 30. We're now 30. Things you can do when you're 30. Start to worry that you're 30. Okay, episode 30 records in 3, 2, 1. <music> Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. Eddie, how's it going? Not too bad. That's good. How's it going with you? I'm doing all right. I was uh, visiting uh, my parents this week. I, well, I was I was at my parents this week, and I last time I was there, I asked my brothers, like, hey, where's the GameCube? I want to dig through the old games. I want to see what we got. This show, unlike any other show that i've done has really got me thinking about games i owned as a kid from franchises i love so specifically fire emblem and we'll get a bit more into that but what i did is oh they didn't have it so then they brought the box back and when i was there i dug through it and i found my copy of path of radiance the gamecube game um and i was like oh sweet i'm gonna bring this home with me i'm not i don't have any plans to like play through it i might dabble in it because i don't remember much about it then I started to think like, hey, the sequel's out on the Wii. I, I don't think I own that one. How would I be able to get my hands on it? Turns out, Eddie, Fire Emblem games that were released in North America uh, that aren't on Virtual Console are very, very hard to get your hands on at a decent price. They're uh, yeah, there was some discussion in Discord about a uh, possible next game in our game club and... Uh, some posts posted about how much it costs to get a copy of the game and yeah they are quite expensive i actually looked on amazon later myself that day because uh, i was surprised at how much he he was finding it for and yeah if you want a new copy of from amazon it's over a hundred dollars for yeah. some of the games and I mean, I saw, I, it's weird, I always skimmed over these posts before, but now that I'm thinking about it, Path of Radiance, I saw a post on Reddit, people were selling it for like 300 bucks on Amazon. And I have no intention of selling it, I just, I, I will obviously keep it at this point, but it's weird that I've pretty much purchased every North American Fire Emblem game except for Sacred Stones, because I think I literally just missed that one. Uh, I do have it from the Ambassador program, though, and it is available on the Wii U Virtual Console. But I also That's don't... where I got it. Yeah, which is probably the, the cheapest option, although there were some talk against purchasing uh, Virtual Console versions as well, just due to the way Nintendo's handled sunsetting of their online stores. But I also don't own uh, Radiant Dawn, which turns out also very expensive game to buy. You're pretty much buying it full price at this point if you, if you want that game. It was not released on the Wii U as their sort of Wii emulated download, which, I mean, super unfortunate that you would not put some of the more obscure games. I understand it's not a button export to Wii U that doesn't exist, but I think mm-hmm. for, for fans of this franchise, it's really unfortunate that I can play every Zelda game available uh, on on platforms I can get my hands on, but for Fire Emblem, it's next to impossible to play the entire catalog, just the catalog that's come out here, you know? Yeah, part of what I'm hoping is that the popularity of Heroes and uh, 
from Awakening and Fates will and Echoes even will uh, get them to bring in more uh, Echo style remakes or re- at least re-releases. Uh, but unfortunately, back when uh, things were coming out, when Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn came out, the games were struggling. So I'm sure there's a part of them not wanting to re-release them uh, in that fashion because those were games that, you know, as far as Nintendo is concerned, were why the series struggled. Yeah. So. Those are valid points. I mean, despite the popularity of Ike due to Smash Brothers. Yeah, Ike's been doing doing pretty good for himself, but unfortunately, Tellius not so popular. Uh, it would be interesting to see an Echo's sort of treatment of maybe those two games in in sort of a smash together fashion. Um, I mean, I I just love a virtual console style re release would be fine. Yeah. I just want to get a hold of them again, but. Echoes would be good, but I'd prefer if they do more Echo stuff, they do actual Japanese-only games, like Genealogy or Binding Blade, as they did with um, Shadows of Valentia being a remake of the Japanese-only Gaiden. Yeah, and I know in the Discord a lot of people are suggesting that Genealogy of the Holy War is probably uh, the the best story out there for the for the franchise and the fact that it is japanese only is, is kind of tough for us yep. uh, but we are going to talk more about a certain character in genealogy of the holy war later on in the show but until then let's jump into the banner updates as we always do the current banners running healing with healing skills heroes with healing skills festival in hushido arrival of the brave legendary marth and the chosen ones banner Ooh. That sounds so mysterious. Eddie, as always, I want to know how you've been doing in your gotta catch them all type fashion. How goes the summoning? Um, yeah, it goes slowly. Um, I uh, kept on the Choose Your Legends or the Arrival of the Brave banner for a bit, then got pity broken by a Jenny. Uh, so I switched over to uh, the legendary Marth banner when it dropped. Uh, luckily, um, after a little bit, I did manage to get a Marth. Uh, not perfect IVs or anything, but I never worry about hunting for perfect IVs. Uh, went back into the uh, arrival of the Brave Banner, and I got a Celica. Nice. But it was the original version, the Red Tome version. Oh. So not Brave Celica. And another Lobster in that same summoning circle. Hmm. So. Now, have you used your free summon yet? I can't remember. Uh, yes, I went ahead and used my free summon to get Hector. So I'm only pulling on green, red, and colorless when I go into the Brave Banner. It's just not having much luck. Hmm. Getting a lot of lobsters, apparently. Well, you know what? He's after me. A lot of people consider lobster a delicacy. So. And how'd you do on the banners? Well, I'm still plugging away slowly on... Choose Your Legend 2. Uh, I, I still only have Celica and, and Veronica. Um, I'm, I've still got my free summon that I'm holding on to. And I'm just kind of, every 20 orbs that I get, I'm pulling on blue and green. My I have not had a Pity Breaker yet since I've uh, last uh, summoned Veronica and Celica. So we'll see how that goes. But I think at this point I'll be skipping the Marth Legendary Banner. It's 
he's just I don't know. He looks really cool. We're gonna talk about him in a bit, but I'm not yeah. I'm not convinced I can do both at this point. You know, I kind of have to choose one over the other. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and yep, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So. But I think that I, I think that when you look at the banners we have right now, it's a you have a clear choice between whether wanting to go with the legendary banner or whether going with those choose your legends. Obviously, we know the choose your legends will go into the pool, so there's no rush. Yep. Um, but this is the easiest way to get them for sure. Yep, and we'll cover more details about Marth and his uh, banner and uh, what else actually came with him uh, later on. Uh, but uh, we have other things going on, like we got the voting gauntlet announced, and it mm. will be, uh, as they call it, the Chosen Ones voting gauntlet, which will be Choose Your Legends 1 versus Choose choose Your Legends 2. Interesting. Yeah. So it feels like we've been a while since we had a voting gauntlet, so I'm not. we don't need to run through how it works, but I'm curious who... Let's lock in our, our favorites right now. Like, who are you going with? Are you going with one of the new ones, one of the classics? What are you thinking? Um, I'm probably going to go Ike first because he's still my, he's, you know, thanks to Smash Brothers, he's still definitely up there, at least of the Choose Your Legends heroes. Uh, we'll see how the first round goes because, really, I think if the, the two I'm most likely to pick are going against each other with Ike versus Hector. Uh, might decide to hop over to Lucina if Ike loses. Might just stick with Hector, and that's assuming Lucina wins. But right. we'll see how it goes. I, I would ask you, but I'm pretty sure I know uh, the answer to that. Yeah, Roy is not our you, boy. You, it sounds like true, but you you always tend to lean. I mean, lean one way <laughs> uh, when with the selection of heroes there. I, it's true, honestly. I wasn't. You know, when I look at that listing, I'm always inclined to go with the newer option. But you're right; I guess I have to represent. And I... you don't have to. You're welcome to choose whoever you want. But no, I, I know I you. I think it's a meme of the show now. If I don't choose Lynn, I'm almost forgiving. I've, uh, you know, I'm I'm forsaking the character that is Ryan, the co-host of Summoner's Call. Yeah, just like if Lissa was up there, I'd be choosing her no matter what. So. I'm just joking. This isn't a character. This is the real me. So, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, we'll see. I, I think you're right. I'll probably go with Lynn. She is she's my favorite, and she's also my strongest of the entire group. Uh, so, I don't know. Does that make a difference, being the strongest? Um, some might view it as reason to make a difference, or might make a difference to them. Hmm. Uh, it depend on who you ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, by the way, did you know that Grand Conquest has started? I had forgotten a couple. I've forgotten a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious and kind of cute when you put it in the Discord. You called it Bland Conquest, and then finally someone spoke up. I think it was Sandman in the Discord. Shout out to Sandman, who said like, well, "I actually like someone." Hmm? It was actually someone else who called it Bland Conquests. Oh right, 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 from the show. <laughs> and and then I think it was. Again, I don't want to give a shout-out where it's not due, but I think it was Sandman who said, like, I kind of like... I think you're right. Yeah, he likes... And they like the updates they made, which is fine, that to each their own. Yeah. It's not something that interests me. I keep forgetting that it's going on, and then hop in and do it once or twice, and... I I like the updates, too. I think the army ranking is an excellent addition to kind of add a little more spice and a little more rewards that, that was needed. And some of the UI so, changes to this round have been really good as well. 
And speaking of updates, what do you think about the new scoring system in this round? Oh, I don't pay attention that closely. Okay, it's just, <laughs> it's no longer who own, has the most at the end of the round. You actually get points for how many your team holds each round, and that'll help determine how you rank at the end of the battle. Huh. It's interesting difference. It will so. it will be cool to see. I have noticed those numbers. There is like a, a plus button you can hit to kind of show where you can always check. Yep. So that is interesting. Yep. Uh, other events that are coming uh, still going on. Um, as always, we have a new Blessed Gardens in Tactics Drill. Uh, we have a new Rival Domains this week. Uh, we'll mention later why it's no longer as always. Uh, the Bound Hero Battle, Forging Bonds, is going on. Uh, re- Wait. Oh, I left the Bound Hero Battle from before. So no Bound Hero Battle, but Forging Bonds, Rejecting Destiny is still going on <laughs> through the 7th. The Illusory Dungeon, Festival of Heroes, is going on through the 9th. The Marth Legendary Hero Battle is going on through the 4th. In the Robin Legendary Hero Battle Revival going on through the fourth as well uh as mentioned bland Con- i mean grand conquest is going on and that ends on the fourth as well as well as the order of hero quests are, are going on and they go on through the 14th i'm just gonna point out that the hate is so real that he actually put bc dash i mean gc he <laughs> just in case we forgot to mention that's really that's really awesome um as for upcoming events these are all starting before september 8th we have a grand hero battle for jamke uh starting on the fourth it's not meant to be an actual hate it's no just i not know a mode that interests me so i'm just kidding i'm just rubbing dirt in the fire or whatever people say uh that's not what people say there's the no, vote- usually stoking the fire <laughs> Rubbing dirt would put the fire out. Rubbing dirt in the wound, uh, stoking the fire. You know what I mean. Uh, Voting Goblin. The Chosen Ones uh, starts on December, December, September 5th. It's not Christmas yet. Okay, folks. Uh, Although that would be pretty rad. Uh, Heroes with Fury, September 6th. New Heroes Banner. Godhawa. No, I'm just joking. Uh, Possibly Genealogy of the Holy War. Who knows? And a login bonus alongside that on the seventh sorry you're gonna say something there um yeah it's possibly your genealogy we still don't know um we have the jump grand hero battle who is from genealogy which is why we suspect it will be but we have no actual confirmation one way or the other yeah about that it's a very good connection to make and finally september or promo will start on september 7th so look forward to dropping some coinage on that fun piece of information uh okay topic this week we've got a bit of a twofer for you guys legendary marth the hero king he's here and he's ready to show you his fire emblem not joking as as we expected last week it dropped pretty much hour or so after we finished recording it is legendary marth uh he comes with a unique uh skill like usual this one being or a unique special as well as a unique skill the unique special is the fire emblem which is pretty powerful it uh activates every two attacks and boosts damage dealt by 30 percent of the unit speed as well as 
granting attack speed, defense, and resistance to unit and all allies for one turn after combat. It's voted, um, it's granted even if Marth dies in the combat when it activates. Uh, and his other skill is, uh, what was it called? Binding Shield, I think? Yes, Binding Shield. It's a B-slot skill that, when in combat against a dragon foe, unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack, and the foe cannot counterattack or make a follow-up attack. As well as he has a new Infantry Flash uh, C skill that um, gives infantry allies within two spaces um, a boost to their special cooldown if their speed is uh, higher than the their opponent their foe's speed. Hmm. So. So he's a pretty stellar unit, then, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, he's quite a powerful unit. That which is, is theoretically fitting for the hero king. True, and he and he's probably one of the, he's the first character that North Americans would be familiar with, being the first character to be you know, the first of two characters to be featured over here in, in North America in Smash Brothers, being being Marth. Yep. Um, Personally, uh, Roy Roy was featured for a bit too. I don't remember if Ike came before Roy or not, but yeah, think, Marth was one of the first ones. Yeah, melee melee was Marth and Roy, I believe, and then Ike okay. was the next one in the yep. in the Wii. Yeah, melee was I think Marth and Roy, with Roy being a uh, kind of a copy of Marth to a degree. Mm-hmm. If I recall correctly, which he's had more uniqueness to him, I guess, because he is considered different, different enough that Crom um, is coming as his a copy of Roy, an Echo Fighter of Roy, as they call it, and Marth has Lucina as an Echo Fighter. So, cool. No, I think that's um, really cool. So you you yep. pulled on this banner and you have Marth. So have you had a chance to test out these skills yet, or are you, you still leveling them um, up? I've been I've been leveling them up, kind of testing out the skills. I haven't really bothered with his B skill because I haven't really been fighting a ton of dragons while going through the training tower. Uh, got him up to about thirty five. Um, it's very cool. Uh, the fire emblem is nice and flashy and. Uh, very helpful with all the stat boosts it gives to your other teammates. Um, so he's quite a nice unit. So uh, is this something people will want to summon for if they're looking for a strong unit to add to their sort of collection? I, I'm not, like usual, I'm really not the one to say for sure. He, he seems like it to me. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty powerful with all his skills and if nothing else, infantry flash might be something pe- uh, people who are willing to sacrifice a bunch of five stars for, you know, spend a bunch of orbs to get a spare five star to sacrifice it to someone else. Uh, that seems a pretty nice skill, and I think it's the only one of his three unique skills that is uh, inheritable. Um, okay. Well, that's good to know. And I, and as always, we always say friend uh, podcast friends, friends of the podcast uh, uh Phyology did an episode on legendary mars so you can check that out if you're yeah. looking for a say. you know an hour conversation of the of him as opposed to 10 minutes um yep. so you can really dive that's, deep that's definitely the place you want to go to get the actual details on the nitty-gritty of the numbers of how power or how powerful he is mm-hmm. um 
on the banner, uh, they've continued. They've actually shift continued the shift to only three uh, holiday heroes per banner with uh, Love Abounds, Hector, Spring Alphonse, and Spring Kagero. Okay, um, is that a, is that what was it Sorry? before? Sorry, I was just going to ask. What was it before? You say they're they're reducing? When, was it when they started up until I think last month? They had four uh, holiday heroes per legendary banner. They had like the four legendary heroes, one for each color, four holiday heroes, and then four random other heroes. So they've got uh, five time, random heroes. Yep, this time and as last week last month and this month we've got three uh seasonal or holiday heroes. The four uh legendary heroes, which this month was Fjorm, Gunther, and Robin rounding out uh for them. And then we had Nephany, Brave Lucina Lean, Swordheart, or the sword version of Reinhardt, and Fey rounding out the banner. I do believe I got pity broken by a Fey while hunting for Marth because, um. Oh, what was it? She just. I had no reds on that circle, so I picked a random colorless and got a random Fey. <laughs> um, but we do did find out, thanks to the info on the legendary Marth banner, is that. We now know when the next colorless hero should be appearing. Okay, what's the math on that one? Uh, well, November, we have uh, Ryoma coming back. Uh, we got confirmation that Lucina would be, or Gunthrow would be coming back for green that month. But we had already known Ryoma and Lucina had been coming back. Which means that there will be no, we already have three of the four colors uh, filled in, so we should be getting a new colorless hero in November, late November. Fun. That feels like forever away, but I did mistake this month for December, so maybe it's closer than we think. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of a case. We uh, before this, we kind of already suspected slash almost knew who the um, next two were going to be anyway, uh, because we uh, had Hector or. Essentially, we knew where a month was skipping for the other heroes, other colors. So we had, you know, well, we didn't have confirmation on the color list because Robin was still the only one. So each month we get confirmation if she's returning, um, which we finally got, which confirms it's a blue hero next month. Mm -hmm. And we should be getting a red hero in October because uh, we know that none of the current red heroes are going to be... Uh, coming back in October, because Ryoma is jumping straight to November after last month. So, well, look forward Mart's to that. confirmed for December. That's when he's returning so, next. Yep, Martha is hmm. returning next in December. Well, that's so. interesting. Then maybe, uh, maybe I, you should have started with that when I asked, should I be pulling on this banner? Because December's a long way... Uh, anyway, we won't get into that again. But it, this is the first time that they've had a, 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 a legendary hero battle revival, which is an interesting uh, yep. sort of take. Yep. And another thing they did this time with the legendary hero battles is they added a new difficulty. The Abyssal difficulty. Which, um, I don't know if it gives you orbs, but it gives you a golden accessory. Hmm. So, and with that, they brought back the first revival of the Robin Legendary Hero Battle. So, 
Yeah, people in Discord have been going back and forth. I haven't touched either of these yet. I have a feeling that they're way too difficult for me. Uh, but people have I, done I it. Dip, yep, I've dipped into the uh, two lowest difficulties. The first one, which is easy, you just, you know, I let that auto battle. The second one, you have to be a little more careful, but they are level 30, so they're a bit easier. Uh, but especially since none of your characters can die in them. Uh, I was, I'm planning, and whether I'll actually get around to it, to actually go through uh, for the orbs and possibly even for the item and use, like, the Phoenix Master Guide with suggestions on how to defeat them and hoping to manage it. Who knows if I will or not. Yeah. Those so, are always really good, though. Those guides are awesome. Yeah, I watched one guide when I wasn't paying full attention, and it seemed like it was pretty good and pretty, uh, you know, looked like if you pay pay attention and follow it, you should have good success. So, good stuff, good stuff. Well, that is definitely the legendary hero Marth, and you can look forward to him uh, now for the next couple days, and then in December when he returns. So, if you really want him you don't want to wait till christmas get on it now uh we also got the update sort of teased and then i mean we, we pulled a lot of details out of what they've given us this seems to be a smaller update in comparison to some of the updates we get through a fey channel uh so it was just sort of thrown out there although it is september now so yeah if you're comparing to a fey channel yeah it is going to be smaller but it's actually a pretty decent size update it is uh, we're getting a new mode or a new game type with the relay defense mode. Mm -hmm. um, it's a new type of map where uh, you'll use a brigade like in Rival Domains, uh, but instead of all 20 characters or eight or so characters being out on the field, five characters will be out on a time at a time, and every two turns they'll rotate out for the next five characters in the brigade. And your goal is to defend for eight turns against a bunch of enemies that keep coming. Uh, with goals of getting killing a certain number of people and keeping your forts and camps fort and camps alive. So it's basically reverse rival domains, then, right? Sort of, except you have nothing to try and go steal because you're kind of doing that already in in rival domains, and also oh, yeah, you're limited point. to five characters on the field at a time. So it's not at all and... <laughs> reverse rival domains, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Kind of not at all. It's okay. similar in that it uses the brigades like rival domains to a degree, but... I appreciate yeah. you not slamming me down on the table with that one. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing about this, which is why we no longer are saying that we, like always, have a new rival domains, is that uh, this will pop up in place of a rival domain map on a Saturday... Mm -hmm. And it will last for two weeks, and during that time, there will not be a Rival Domains map available. So, essentially, it'll be taking over the Rival Domains slot every so often. Interesting. Uh, there, yep, there seems to be no set schedule, like we'll get it once a month or every, th you know, third week will be the, you know, new Relay, relay Defense. But it just says from time to time, instead of a Rival Domains... Uh, we will get a relay defense map and uh, no rival domains for two weeks after that. So do you feel like this is them just trying to, to diversify their weekly content or is this a sign that 
rival domains isn't doing so hot um you know i don't know uh i really haven't bothered with rival domains that much since the first week um and even then when i go in i usually do the lowest difficulty and don't bother going back it just never caught on for me similar to the way grand conquest has never really caught on uh because it is kind of just like rival domains writ large um, this will be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, I think for me, the kind of issue is the scoring system they use. It's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around how exactly the scoring system works and how it feels at times on rival domains for me, at least. It feels at times like, yeah, there's like little to nothing I can do unless I min-max the perfect team uh, to get the perfect score. Okay. Yeah. I, I built, I'm in part of it is that I'm lazy. I still only have the original brigade I built and have not even built different brigades for the different, uh, stat boosts in grand conquests. You know how sometimes they'll do flying boosts, cavalry boosts, armor boosts. I still have not built teams to maximize on those during the grand conquest stuff. So hmm. it could just be that I, it hasn't caught my interest enough for me to actually do that stuff, and because of that, I'm not getting the full extent out of it. Okay. So, well, who knows exactly? Right. Well, we will we will find out how relay defense will impact the game sooner rather than later. When do you think we're getting? Are, are we getting a relay defense uh, right at the beginning of this update, or are we waiting a little bit? Um. Let's see. I don't know if they detailed that or if they're just like, new mode. Uh, nine, nine, eight. September 8th is when the first relay defense will appear. So nine, They straight eight. up said when it'll be. So we'll have the update before the 8th or by the 8th. And that day will be a relay defense map instead of a rival domains map. So they straight up told us when it's, gonna, when it's coming. Right. So. Okay. Uh, we also did get some more weapon updated weapons in weapon refinery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eric or the Celica I just got will be getting a weapon refinery for her Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Um, yep, her special unique weapon. Uh, so, you know, arena medals and divine dew. Uh, and Shershi and Odin will be getting unique weapons. Shershi's axe. And Odin's Grimoire will be coming to both of those characters. And they will also come straight with a weapon refinery. Really cool. Well, yeah. definitely look forward to that. But I think we've saved the biggest for last, which is this combat manuals thing. Yep, this is the most interesting one. Uh, they've given a bunch of details, but even there, it's somewhat hard to fully understand all the details of what exactly is how exactly it'll work until it comes out right but i think i mean we'll get into the nitty-gritty and the speculation in a little bit here but i think what what is what is best to put forward is that this is going to free up technically free up a lot of space in our barracks where we're just storing a bunch of this unit's good for this skill this unit's good for that skill but i'm never going to build that person right yep as it was pointed out by i think sandman as well um Depending on how they do it, it will potentially free up pretty much all spare space in the barracks if you just go in and do it. 
Um, the way it'll works is you'll send heroes back to their worlds and create a combat manual in exchange. Uh, this combat manual um, is will then you will be able to use it to either merge or uh, skill inherit the skills that that hero had. Uh, the combat manual cannot be turned back into a hero. And from what I can tell, it will have the base kit of that hero at level 1. It will not keep track of merges, any inherited skills, if you choose a hero that you had already inherited skills, their level, um, any experience, any of the skills they actually learn, blessings, summoner su any summoner su support or ally su support. Hmm. Um it talks about sacred seals or accessories, but you kind of move those anyway, and it will not keep track of any skill sets you may have set up for that character. So basically, so, you're sending them out the door, but before he goes, you're like, hey, maybe write down all the cool shit you do before you leave, and then I'll use it. More or less. Um, yeah. I'm hmm. The way I'm guessing is that uh, instead of hero feathers for sending them home, you'll get a combat manual. Um, I, I think that's... Um, awesome honestly this is a great uh, yeah. addition there are a bunch of characters that you know you want to keep their skills around so you have their skills to inherit to someone else uh but you're out of barracks space so this will be a way to keep those skills um now the thing that makes it a little unsure exactly how it'll work and whether or not it will be ideal for characters mm -hmm. or for people is that it's unclear on uh, whether or not you can upgrade the manuals once they're created. Um, there is a note that you cannot put a manual in a... Um, in uh, let me see. Combat manuals can be used instead of heroes in the Heret Seal and Merge Allies. Uh, you cannot turn a combat manual... Uh, you cannot use the combat manual in the enhanced slot of merge allies. So, um, and you can actually have up to 9,999 of each combat manual, so you'll never run out, or it's very unlikely you will run out of space for them. <laughs> so, the combat manuals can't be put in the enhanced slot on the merge allies screen, but later down it says you will be able to use enhance on combat manuals. Ooh. Uh, so... What I suspect is that you will be able to upgrade a four-star combat manual to a five-star combat manual. Uh, whether they'll require feathers and badges like they do for a regular hero, or you'll be able to use a bunch of spare combat manuals to do it. Uh, there's no clear way. Um, the, it showed a picture of what is likely to be the managed barracks, barracks screen, which there is coming with the combat manuals. Um, and you have four options in there. Create combat manual, exchange manuals, your manuals, and send home. What does exchange is, manuals mean, do you think? That's that's the question. That's uh, Will it will that be where you can enhance the manual? Or is that where you would, uh, if you want decide you want the hero feathers for that manual, you go ahead and exchange the manual for feathers? Uh, I don't I, know, because they haven't shown. I had a weird thought that maybe that had something to do with your friends list, but that might get a little dicey. Yeah, I don't think they're going to add in trading. Could be wrong, 
but I don't uh, think so. It's a bit far-fetched. I highly doubt they would go that yeah. far. But you're right. I think the ch- exchanging it for feathers or some sort of currency would uh, would make Feathers, make perhaps sense. a new currency that is how you'll be able to upgrade a manual. Um, it's unsure, and until we actually get that and get the exact details on how this works, we won't know. We can speculate, but we won't know. Right. So... Makes sense. Um, as, it, it's as a really noted, cool addition. So, yep. As noted, Send Home is in there. That's the current version of sending a hero to get straight hero feathers. So that'll be in there now. Cool. So, That's it's definitely cool. an interesting new method. Um, once it comes, I'll gladly be sending any of my... Uh, once I check their IVs, sending any five-star heroes I get straight into the... Um, into a manual if they're not if they're the weaker version uh, that way I save the barrack space and you know any spare five stars I should say I'll save the barrack space and if I decide I want to merge it to my current hero or use their skills to inherit to someone else I'll have that option later so cool. and another uh, feature that will be added to the inherit skill screen is that you can prioritize manuals over heroes makes sense though right like you're yeah that makes sense it, it's kind of one of those just quality of life things to be like nah you're going to use your your manuals first and then yep. down to to full heroes so that that is a good good change along all, uh, all this other stuff i i think this is weird uh, weirdly too good for us in, in in the sense that they're offering mm-hmm. this this edition but i think it comes with the fact that we always call for oh maybe we'll get another 100 hero slots and and this is a great yeah, way I to think do this that's kind of where they are instead of like last year where they doubled the number of uh base hero slots you had i added a ba- another 100 hero slots to everyone this option allows people to keep the you know especially for those who are giant whales who have maxed out their barracks and have, you know, a thousand or 10,000, sorry, 1,099 heroes sitting in there every time they go to summon. They can get rid of a bunch of these heroes they're keeping for inheritance when they want to build someone and then, you know, save spots, save some space in there. Yeah. It's, it's probably, I think, one of the greatest quality of life updates they've done in the game (laughs) like it's this is crazy yep and there also are a bunch of other quality of life changes uh you'll be able to check which which blessings are the current season in the edit team screen instead of having to go back out uh you'll be able to swap left or right to change the sides allies and foes will be added to the tap battle settings so essentially i guess if you're uh left-handed and prefer trying to tap on the left side of the screen or the right right side of the screen uh during tap battle you can switch which side the heroes are on is what i take from that mm-hmm. um this one's a little less comprehend uh, understandable to me is you'll be able to switch between reserve teams and primary teams in the ui for battles that require a second team such as tempest trials and arena assault um, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe you can have two sets of teams if you're leveling characters, but 
trying to maximize your yeah. bonus. I'm, I'm thinking, and I think what it is is that there's a uh, secondary set of teams that appears after your first team goes down during Tempest Trials that are not connected to your normal teams. Uh, so I think the way what this is saying is that if you want to start with one of your teams that you have specifically built to do Tempest Trials, which are the reserve teams, you can do that instead of your normal basic teams. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Uh, Grand Conquest will be a warning coming that will display when there are 10 minutes or less remaining in each battle. That's good for you. That'll yeah, be really, sure. yeah, we'll let you know. Oh, I gotta get in there. Uh, I think that just means if you're in Grand Conquest getting ready to start a battle, it'll warn you. You have 10 minutes, you have less than 10 minutes, so you might want to wait because if you're not quick enough, you it won't count. True. Type thing. That's a good idea. Uh, the order of friend requests that are awaiting approval will change in the friend list. New requests will now be uh, listed at the top. And one for Android devices, tapping the back icon during battle will open the battle menu. So, that's a bunch of... I don't know how the back button on Android works. Maybe it would have just kicked you out of the battle when you didn't mean to. Or out of the app even, or close the app down. I don't know. Or just cause an error, who knows. (laughs) Android. I'm, I'm I'm an iOS user, so... Same here. I'm iOS. I have a couple Android devices, but uh, I think the Android devices I have don't get Fire Emblem Heroes because they're Amazon. Ah, well, there you go. Well, that's exciting. We should have that update dropping in the very near future, probably next week. So look forward to not next week. Am I? Yeah, next week. It's Saturday today. Uh, So look forward to that. Uh, moving forward, we have Summoner's Focus, looking at a genealogy of the Holy War character, and chosen by you fine folks through our straw poll, we have gone with Arvis, who is a grand hero battle character. So everybody should have this fine person if you were around for the grand hero battle he was featured in. Or is he a rotation one? I don't remember. He might even be a rotation one now. But if you do, if you were at least around for the original one... Whether he's rotation or not, you can st- you should have him. There you go. Uh, just a quick bit of lore for him. Arvis is an antagonist of Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War. After the death of King Asmur, he is appointed as the Emperor of Granville. Arvis is said to possess the gift of kings, a talent and toughness that he had even as a child, allowing him to lead Valthormer at an early age after his father's suicide. He is largely manipulated by Manfroy because he has minor luptus blood, making him the key to Manfroy's dark ambitions. If you understood what I just said, please write in. I don't know what I'm reading. Arvis seems interesting, though. Yeah, um, and he is one of the weekly or the rotating Grand Hero battles. I think he was the second wave. Cool. Part of the second wave. But so. Even if you didn't originally get him, you can still you have a chance to get uh, s- still get him because he rotates every week. So, um, yeah, I got him through the Grand Hero battle. I think I threw him into a Tempest Trials and leveled him up. Beyond that, I haven't done much with him. Yeah, uh, he does have neutral IVs because he's a Grand Hero battle unit. No, that's a good point. I I think I I did the same thing. I I got him from Grand Hero Battle. Although now that I think about it, I think 
I leveled him to 40. I hadn't boosted him to a, to a five star, but he was featured in a couple of Phoenix Master Guides a couple months ago, I think, as I was trying to do some of those. And, and I guess he he's a, he's a good character for those clears because all of Phoenix oh, okay. Master's Guides are like the free-to-play, so anybody can get this character fairly easily. Um, yeah, from what I recall, he does like he'll do like three different teams for a battle: one free to play, one, you know, ideal, and one just somewhere in the middle, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Did you get a chance to play around with his optimal build, or is this? Are we just going to run through this as as game press's uh, sort of suggestion? Yeah, look- like I said, I haven't really done much other than level him up when I originally got him. I didn't get around to uh, checking his optimal build yet. So, um, yeah, I have not fiddled with his optimal build yet. Okay. Well, looking at Game Press, you've got Hell's Kitchen, which is a combat slash utility build, and this comes recommended. You've got uh, Val Flame as his weapon, which I'm assuming is just his built-in weapon. Uh, I do believe so. Uh, yeah. With a name like that, it probably is. Yep. Yeah. Ardent... Valflame is his Go base ahead. weapon. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then ardent sacrifice as a as a, as his support skill, which I believe you'll have to inherit. Lots of options there, uh, including some three stars. I mean, it's pretty common. I think this is just one of those like give him something kind of things uh, yeah he doesn't come with a um uh assist assist skill no so now does he come with a special because they're recommending iceberg uh he comes with growing flame so i believe that's one of those ones that happens before the at battle or before the combat uh so they suggest iceberg to give him a stronger smack during combat yeah. yeah, Growing Flame is one that's before combat, throws in a wide area around uh, around the target, take damage equal to, a, you know, his attack minus their defense or resistance. But they yeah. recommend Iceberg, which just gives a straight up... Is that one the boost or lowers their defense? That is one boost damage dealt by 50% of units resistance. Yeah, so, so it gives a... a straight up boost, and I think he comes with high resistance. Yeah. Uh, a decent resistance, 33 resistance at level 40. Yeah, and I think they basically throw all of uh, the rest of his sort of skills out the out the window. Now, they do suggest uh, Iceberg, like you said, for the special. Fury 3 for A, he doesn't come with an A skill, so you can throw a Fury 3 in there is what they're suggesting. Uh, they do suggest you keep his B skill, which is Recover Ring, which is a um, essentially a... Oh, what do they call it? Regeneration or recuperate? The one that automatically heals you that he has unique to him. Oh, you know what? I was looking at all of this, and then and then I didn't remember that it was recovering. I think his comes every single turn instead of every other turn. Yeah. His, which is why they suggest keeping it, because he gets 10 health every turn. Yeah. And you know why I don't recognize that skill? is because it's a 5-star skill. So you're going to need to unlock his ah, potential to 5-star. Yes. Star. That one's yeah. unique to him, but it is only at five star. So, but it is pretty powerful if you heal up every turn. Yeah. Um, so the Fury Three, you can pick off a Hanada. So if you probably have a couple of those lying around, if you've been pulling on red, especially from Legendary Marth, 
And then his C skill, a speed ploy three. That's a tougher one to get. Uh, uh, he does come with defense ploy three, which is their alternate suggestion. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they suggest you give him speed ploy three and give him the defense ploy sacred, sacred seal. Yeah. But you can back that up if you stick with the defense ploy and passive C by going with a speed plus three speeds or sacred seal. So, or sacred yeah. seal. So you should be able to have a nice, balanced, nutritious Arvis here for your breakfast. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but seems like a pretty well-built character that was essentially given to all of us for free and with a little bit of badges, feathers, and a couple of Hanadas, and you got yourself a, a kick-ass mage here, right? Yeah, it definitely seems to be a pretty decent mage. Um, Like with most mages, he's got paper-thin defenses. True. So you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't want him talking to the melee units. Well, or, and that's, it, or he can talk to them. You don't want them talking to him. Yeah. You you can no longer what's that meme? You can no longer talk to me or my son ever again, kind of thing. Isn't he a dad? Doesn't he have a son in this? I can't remember. I don't know. I've never played genealogy. Um, part of genealogy is that there is a. Uh, adult and a son and a child uh, or child section of the game. Right. Uh, whether he's part of the first half or the second half, I do not know. Well, yeah. And the other thing, too, because it's a grand hero battle, you only have a specific amount of these guys. So you're only going to have a specific number for the merges. So even if you wanted to yep. build him up a little bit more to get his defense up so he could talk to have some people talk to him, then that's not going to help because you're not going to get it that high. Assuming you didn't fodder him off for defense ploy, you can have a max of, I think, four versions of him at this point. I don't know if he got a uh, revival before he became a weekly, but the normal three for the, uh, you know, the hard, uh, hard, insane, infernal, whatever it was, the upper three that give you the versions and then one for the uh year year-long quest set that he's part of true so. i need to get on those uh, by the way we're running out of, we're not running out of time but you know we've got a, like four months left of those i think it's about four months well yeah. uh for the second set for his set it's 221 days but only 160 days left on the first set well you know what time's a ticking so we best get clicking um anyways uh for next week or not not next week the the next time we do summoners focus we're looking at the binding blade so that's the next game and we're going to be taking suggestions from the discord and then we will craft a straw poll from that is that correct eddie that is it correct and just a reminder um binding blade is roy and lena Mm -hmm. uh even though hector does sort of appear none of the versions of hector are listed as being from binding blade they're all still considered blazing blade units so no hector in there keep it in mind folks keep it in mind okay uh game club returns next week we're going to be doing our final part for shadows of valencia this is part seven and we're going to be well we're going to be finishing shadows of valencia so you can look forward to that Yep. Uh, since I didn't quite get to the end, we'll be doing that last section of the uh, game. Went, you know, end of Act Five, and then doing the bonus act, Act Six. 
uh, where we find some interesting things. Exactly. We shall see. I look forward to that next week. But we did, uh, I'm going to let Eddie explain a bit of this, but uh, we did have to uh, restart the poll for the next game club, and I hope everybody understands uh, our reasoning behind this. But we are looking forward to the next game club, and we do have the poll active right now, and people can go and vote. But Eddie, you want to explain a little bit more about what we had to do here? Uh, Essentially, we had never really bothered with duplication checking on the polls because... At most, we got like 10, maybe 15 votes across the two weeks that we left them out. Uh, This past week, we had uh, a suspicious swing in votes. Um, Not saying that it was definitely someone gaming the system, but we had one game leading for most of the week, and then suddenly another game got like 30 votes within a day. Uh, so we decided to go ahead and activate duplication checking on the poll. Uh, so you should only be able to vote once. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put up the new poll. Uh, if you're in our Discord, that post was posted a day or two ago. I'll probably go ahead and repost it again uh, tonight once we finish recording. And then um, you can also find it in the show notes. Yeah. With the new link. So, and we're not, you know, it's our fault for not putting on duplication checking. We do appreciate folks letting us know that, hey, maybe we want to want to do this. And uh, we did ask the Discord if they want us to redo it, and they, they said that was probably wise. So it, I think it's all around lesson learned, and we're happy to uh, provide a duplication checking for this poll. Uh, well, straw poll is. So definitely check it out. Uh, re-register your vote if, if you uh, haven't voted in this new poll um and going forward i think we will probably go with duplication checking but you're right with the summoner's focus it just it never appeared to be an issue because i think there was you you were just it's different like this is voting on one of your favorite games and chances are they're very achievable north american releases so um you're gonna have a favorite so this should this should appease all parties i think yep cool well, uh, that's pretty much going to do it for the show. Uh, unless, Eddie, do you have any like final words for, for our fine folks here to, to send them off on? What is it that you think you're doing? You're getting awfully familiar. I mean, you'd think after 30 episodes, you know. Anyways, uh, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. You can check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie at dralfear. Don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it, do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. <laughs> Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.